So yeah, I'd, I'd like to hear about a little bit more. Yeah, tell me a little bit about where you grew up and how, how you feel that influenced your life and how you know how you how you got into ping pong. All right. So uh, I grew up in Brooklyn. What part of Brooklyn? Pro- right? uh, Mar- Marlboro Projects. Okay. The Marlboro Projects is a project that's in between Bensonhurst and Coney Island. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I. I I, I grew up there. I grew up with kind of like really hard domestic violence. And before I was like 13, I was already in a gang, 12 years old, 11. You know, by 13, I already had already six guns. So I had wow. in possession six guns at 13. Yeah, I was a pretty crazy kid. <laughs> and then uh, all the way up to 19, you know, I was doing a lot of just crazy stuff. I, I I was always pretty smart about what I've done. So I, I I didn't, luckily, I never had to go or had to be that person that had like a lengthy criminal record, right? Because I was always really smart to not get caught. But really with all those <laughs> um, guns, you never... I mean, there's been cases where 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 I did get caught, but but being a juvenile is a little different. Right. And uh, yeah, so I was... I, I was always lucky. I mean, that's, that's been pretty much. I was always lucky to get out of stuff and, and to not get the full effect. Well, I, I would like a little bit to chime in a little bit there. I don't know if it's all about luck. I mean, I, I, because I've worked with doing counseling with people on probation, and I think yeah. just by knowing you a little bit, I, w- I would think that part of it is about that you're kind of a likable guy, and I think that's, that probably played yeah. a role in it. It's not just about luck. I mean, that, luck. That, yeah, that did, because I, I actually <laughs> – I mean, when you mentioned that, I remember, <laughs> it, it just just put a little memory in my head, like, wow, I remember I had to be like maybe 17, I think, and I was, I remember I had two cases, I had two right. cases in criminal court, one was definitely more lines of some kind of loss, I remember one had to do with credit card stuff, right. it was credit card fraud. And the other one had to do with um, was, uh, what's the word? I actually beat the mess out of someone pretty badly. Okay. And so I remember they I didn't I didn't have money at the time, so they gave me a legal aid lawyer. And 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 normally legal aid lawyers, if <laughs> if, if, if you get them, they they kind of really don't care so right. much, right? Because you know they they get all these caseloads and you don't know them. They 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 don't know you. They have a few minutes to meet you and try to, to make a case. And, and so I got this legal aid lawyer and, and, uh, and we hit it on really good. And this dude actually like was like going way more than he had to. Right. And, and, and he actually got one case reduced and the other one dismissed. So those are kind of like lucky things. That, right. That, that, that I was talking no, but that's about. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't all about luck because he, he, yeah. he vibed with you and you know, it wasn't just. Yeah, he was vibing. <laughs> But okay, so so what? How old were you when you picked up uh, ping pong or table tennis? So when when I started uh, to play, I was actually in the middle of eighteen and nineteen, and so the way the way that happened was I was always an athlete in school, right. and and I tried to play every sport in school because that would keep me away from being home. So the way I would stay away from the domestic violence was by playing sports and hanging out with my gang members. So that way, I, 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 the least amount of time I could spend home 
was was really like the best thing for me. I, I did not. I never. I I give you a a, a quick little story. Right. I remember a time when when I got arrested for that whole credit card thing, along with the other thing. I I had got taken in, and then I went to 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 see the I, I went to see the judge, and they gave me bail. They actually gave me bail. It wasn't a whole lot, right? And so because of that, the next day I got sent to Rikers. So wow. I I had to I and it was only Rikers for holding. I was staying in North Facility, so I got sent to Rikers for holding, and my mom or stepfather at the time they were trying to bail me out and I refused. Like I, I didn't want to go. Actually being there was more like, was kind of like a vacation, wow. like being, being there. So, so when I was there, it, it, I remember it was the first time that I ever, because I've been arrested a couple of times and, 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 you know, you go, you go to the precinct and you go to the bullpens and then you see the judge and maybe you're not, you're out the next day. But I've never, it was the first time, I never, you know, took that bus ride. And how <laughs> old were you bus then? Ride. I think at this time I was probably, oh, I remember I was 17, 16 or 17. Because I remember, I, I remember exactly because they had me at North Facility, which technically they shouldn't have because North Facility is holding for adults. So normally I should have went to Juvenile. Right. But somehow... Somehow I wound up in North Facility, and and that's more adults. And and it was like a lot of these guys were like preaching to me, you know, you shouldn't be here and all this stuff. And and yeah, yeah. So anyway, back to the table tennis thing. So I uh, I I got into table tennis because I love sports. Stayed away from the, I didn't want to stay away. From, I want to stay from the house. I used to shoot pool on the side, and shooting pool was like my fun thing. I thought I was good. I actually stole an expensive pool stick, and, and, and I thought I was really good, but I wasn't. I got hustled for some money, got angry because I had anger, anger management issues back then, and I smashed the pool stick and broke it. And then I saw some Asian kids playing ping pong because they had ping pong in the pool hall. Right. And I asked the Asian kids, I was like, yo, I want to get a hit. But it wasn't like I really wanted to get a hit. It was me being a bully because we had ping pong in my school, and I hated the I to make Funny kids right. So I was like, I want, I want to get a hit. It, it wasn't like I was asking. And it was like, and it went on. And the guy was like, oh man, do you play? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh, there's this ping pong club in 50th Street and 11th Avenue that was in Manhattan. You should go check it out. And I was like, what? There's a club for this? You got to be kidding me, right? This is a joke. And so I eventually went down there. Nobody would play with me. Because I that wasn't where, where, what's his name was? Marty Reisman. No, no, this oh. is actually after Marty Reisman. Yeah, like, I, I never, I wasn't playing at that time. Yeah, yeah but I heard about the club. <laughs> but yeah, and, 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 you know, nobody would play with me. Like, nobody, because they didn't know me, and, and they probably thought I was guy, which I probably was. Yeah, but that, that, then, was, that was a part of the story that, I, well, I mean, this, I mean, that I was thinking about, too. And that's, I mean, I know how it is now after getting a little bit more into table tennis, how people are real yeah. snobby about it. If you're not as good yeah. with them, they won't play with you and all that whole kind nope. of thing. Yep, yep. So, <laughs> so I used to get angry because, like, I would ask people, "Yo, can I hit?" And they'd be like, "Oh no, nah, I'm tired," or "My mother's coming." Always something. And then they'd be playing with someone else. And then uh, eventually, I, I started playing with this older guy. His name is George Wayne, and, and I would play with him, and he would kill me. 
And then, but it was only once in a while because he had other people play with. And then uh, one day, this this Israeli guy comes and he sees me, and you know I could hit because I'm an athlete. I pick up stuff quick. And it's not the guy. It's not the guy tall. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I didn't even know Tal then. Okay. Yeah. But uh, he comes to me and he says, "Hey, do do you have a partner?" And I was like, "No." And he goes, "Well, if if you want, you know, I can play with you like two, three times a week, and I'll give you twenty dollars." And I was like, "What? Twenty dollars? <laughs> you know, that's like a hustle." I was like, "Oh man, twenty dollars is great." So I was like, "Yeah, for sure." So you know, I, I would hit with this guy, and we would play like three times a week, and then like we would talk a lot because I, I became comfortable with him. You know, plus he was giving me twenty dollars to right. play. So I was like, "This is the easiest hustle in the world." And uh, we we would talk. I would mention about my gang and hanging out and doing all the crazy stuff. But for him, it was more like a TV show, right? Because if you never met anyone in that life, it's like TV. It's not real, you know. And uh, so he just kind of took what I was saying. Was like, yeah, oh wow, that's that's, that's you know, that's, that's you gotta be careful, you know. And then one day I went to the club and um, a gun fell on my back, and he saw it. And so the look on his face was—I still remember it like it was yesterday, priceless. And then I, the first thing I thought was like, oh man, I just lost my twenty dollars. That's the only thing I thought about is that I lost my twenty dollar hustle. And then I, I had to get out. I, I was like, yo, I got to go. I got to go. Because, you know, now I don't, I know him, but, you know, he might call the police. You know, I, I don't know what he's going to do in this right. situation. So I had to get out, get out of that situation. And, and so, and so I left right away. And he wound up calling me saying, hey, are we still going to play? And I was like, yo, is this guy okay? Like, seriously? But it was $20 and I didn't have the money. I needed the money. So I was like, all right, you know, let's do it. And, you know, we played more. And then he he had a house that was near Hunter Mountain. And, uh, oh, yeah, I've been up to Hunter. Lived, yeah. Yeah. So his family lived there, like, in this house. And uh, he brought me up there. And it was, and that was weird, too, because I was like, all right, this guy just saw a gun fall in my bag. And he's bringing me around his family to meet his family. And, and, and it was such a different environment than what I was used to. Like, this environment was really, like, I, I want to say maybe on the, on the strict kind of thing, like they didn't eat any sugar, no sweets, no TV. Like it was crazy. It was, it was, I was like, why, you know, why is he bring me? This is so weird. So then eventually he tells me, he goes, Hey, um, I want to help you. And I want to pay for you to go to Germany to learn ping pong. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I, I want to pay for you. And so that's how I actually started playing the sport. I mean, this guy paid everything, paid for the school. I, I went to a sports school in Germany and lived there. And, and he paid for that. Where about he Germany was it? It was in Hanover. So the first uh, four months, I stayed in Hanover at the school. So I lived with these kids. And, and, and yeah, and, and, that, and that's how I started. That was like the beginning of the change of my life, was just being able to get out of my circle of where I was every day into something totally different where people were trying to be, you know, like really nice to you because I was from America. So everyone's like, oh, you're American. Oh, wow, you're from New York. Oh my God, blah, 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 blah. And then for me, it was really weird because I wanted to be angry and I couldn't be angry because everyone was being nice. So so like there's this term that they say, um, killing you with kindness. Right, sure. Like that's a real, that's a real thing. That you, you, I don't think people can understand the real meaning of it unless you actually experience it. Because when you want to be angry and you just want to hate people, but everyone's being really, really nice to you, 
it's confusing because yeah. no one's giving me that fuel. I just to, want to, to interrupt you for a little bit. Is, is any of your family from the Caribbean at all? Uh, no, 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 not at all. I don't know. I don't know. I thought maybe. Anyway, but it was a random thing I wanted to share. I don't know if you know this. I, I came upon this that one of Bob Marley's mistresses was from was like the Jamaican table tennis champion. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, and I asked to mention to some other people that Jamaican didn't know it, but I thought maybe could have been part Jamaican or something. But uh, uh, oh no, no, no. Yeah, uh, Kaymani Marley is his his mom uh, was apparently the Jamaican table tennis champion. I, I was trying to get some more. Yeah. That's why, that's why there's that picture with him holding the pink Marley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was always wondering why <laughs> that picture existed. Yeah. Now, now I know. Yeah, I actually have that picture in my yeah. house of him holding it. Anyway, back to what you're saying about the killing with kindness, and the, yeah, where where did you go from Germany? Where uh, where was the yeah, next spot? So, so, so I stayed in Hanover. Stayed in the school. It, eventually, it was overwhelming like people were just really really nice and and eventually i started figuring out why am i angry again like i'm not where i was i'm in a totally different place so then i started to be more accepting and became friends with these guys and stayed there for about four months and then i went to another place in germany for another two months so the and and the place that i went what happened was the year before i went to learn they had a U.S. Open in ping pong, and I had some interest in it. So I went to go see it. And then I heard about all these great players, and they were there. A lot of them were there. So I actually went up to them because I was never shy. And, I, and I'd be like, hey, you're the number one player in the world? And, 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 I, and I would just, like, go up to them, like, confident and talk to them. So it's almost like being at a basketball game and seeing, right. you know, LeBron James. Yo, LeBron, are you really that good? You know, and that's how I was. You know, I wasn't scared of these guys. And so one of the guys said, well, if you're in Germany, you should give us a call and we can show you what real table tennis is. And so I, so I took that offer. So while I was there for four months, I gave one of my friends a call that I met named Thomas, and he brought me to... Wait, what's his name, Thomas? He's German? Yeah, Thomas Kynan. Yeah, I've heard of him. I've never met him, but I, I know he comes down to the Broward Club, yeah. I've heard. Yeah, so, so me and him, we traveled the whole world playing oh, wow. ping pong. So he's the one that brought me to the other, the professional clubs. And, and, and that's where I met, you know, Timo Ball oh, wow. and, okay. and, 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 and a lot of these other guys. And uh, I trained there for another two months. And then I returned back to U.S. And, and how did how you, you find yourself in the, uh, the North Korea? The... Oh, so, so the, the North Korea thing. Yeah. So once I finished doing that training, very shortly, I, got, I, I did a video game with Rockstar Games and the world's first table tennis game ever. Even till today, it's still the world's first wow. real table tennis game. It doesn't exist. I got sponsorship from them. So I was playing a lot of pro tours all over the world for U.S. team. So I was playing every major country. And then a few years after that, I saw there was a pro tour in North Korea. And I was like, wow, North Korea. Man, I really want to go to North Korea because... Dennis Rodman had just came back from North Korea. Oh, right. Right? And then every year I want to try to do something really big. And, and I was like, that could be my big thing. Ping pong for peace. You know, go there, you know, try to, to, to really connect with the real North Koreans, not just the ones that they, you know, put in front of you. Right? right? So I, I saw the tournament on the ITTF, which is International Table Tennis Federation. 
and it said North Korea Pyongyang Open. And I was like, oh my God, I gotta go. So I called up the US team. I was like, hey, can you register me for this? And at first it was kind of like reluctant, but I made it known that I wanted to, I'm going, like I wanted to go. There's no way I'm not gonna go. And so, so they registered me for the tournament. And then after that, it was just me in contact with the head of sports of North Korea, back and forth. So I had to go back to China because I was training in China also at that time. So I had to go back to China to get my visa. So I got the visa and then that's how I got to North Korea. And what was, yeah, what was that experience like? How, how, how did, what was the feeling like there when you got to North Korea? It was, uh, it was interesting from, I mean, every, every step of the way from getting the visa to getting the flight to being there was always, always unsure. Like, like everything was, 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 was unsure. Like, for example, when I wanted to get my visa, right? This, this, is, this is a very funny story. I fly back to China. I call the guy, the, the contact number that they gave me. And as soon as I call, the guy goes, oh, Mr. Green. And I'm like, how does this guy even know it's Mr. Green? Because this is a different SIM card. Anybody can be calling him, right? So that was already like the first red flag. <laughs> I was like, all right, this is weird. So then, so then the guy goes to me, he goes, um, can you please come to the North Korean embassy? Because it was in Beijing. I was like, all right, cool. So I have this one-wheel unicycle that I used to ride around. I got on the Yeah, I've seen you on that before, yeah. I yeah, yeah. So, so I rode, you know, from my hotel to the 